Hey everyone, thanks for checking out a 316 podcast. I am Clayton from 316 Creative Works, and thanks for checking us out again. Uh, before we get rolling here, let's thank a couple of our favorite people in the whole entire world. Uh, thanks for making everything possible to Larry and Sandy. Uh, we do want to thank our creative producer, who is Esther, the house manager, Danielle. And with us today, we have always thanks to our technical producer, who is Justin. What's up, Justin? Nothing much. Excited to be here. Excited to talk. So we have uh, taken a break. So this is, um, we're starting kind of season two, right? Or, or round two of 316 podcast, right? Yeah, we uh, took the summer off. We decided to take some time to reevaluate, redesign, and now we're going to reintroduce 316 podcast. So we've made some changes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple different things. First of all, one of the biggest changes that I think I've seen is Justin's hair. That's, that's spectacular <laughs> hair, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you got a little haircut or did a little something there. Shout out to Marcy at Great Clips. Uh, so one of the, <laughs> one of the, um, one of the things is you guys should be watching this or we're, we're originally publishing this on Sunday, September 5, Labor Day weekend, 2021, correct? Yep. Which also happens to be my birthday. So today, September 5, uh, Sunday, uh, September 5, 2021, I am 48 years old. Wow. Congratulations. Today. Uh, I'm not sure if that if that feels old. I'm not sure if that sounds old. I mean, you're, you're in your 20s. Yeah. So that sounds old to you. Not really. But uh, when I was a kid... Um, 65 seemed old because mm. I think 65 when I when I was your age I think 65 was the average life expectancy <laughs> of the American man right yeah 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 so hopefully I'm hoping that's that's a little bit older now you're like a fine wine <laughs> I, I've uh, been in this red no, no no like a fine wine like I've been in the cellar for a few years I have a little yeah. bit of dust if people were to pick up you as a bottle yeah and uncork me cord yeah. coked with dust yeah. So I'm coated with dust. Uh, I've I've <laughs> aged fine with wine. Uh, a couple of things we wanted to get into. That we 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 have made some changes. I mean, first of all, hopefully you can see that we have put a lot of time and effort and uh, some money into a new studio. So um, a huge uh, thank you to David from Delo Studio Designs has come in and. Uh, reimagined, repurposed. He's he's taken a look at some of our podcasts, and uh, he he had some helpful hints. So hopefully you can hear things better. Hopefully you can see things better. Uh, the studio actually is a little more versatile. So um, we will probably start doing a podcast sponsorship for David at Delo Studio Designs. Um, but making that possible is a new sponsor that we have is actually a new business partner that I'm with is Payrock World Access. Damn. So so for those of you who don't know, uh, for uh, for about 30 years or so, I have been an actor, performer, writer, director, uh, recently podcaster. But, you know, sometimes that pays a little bit of money. Most of the time that pays no money. <laughs> so I, I have been blessed, extraordinarily blessed, uh, by having a wonderful day job. And my day job has been in the credit card world, merchant services world. So I have been a sales, an independent sales agent in the credit card industry for over 21 years. Wow. And uh, just this year, 
uh, just this past summer. Uh, the company that I have partnered with for 20 years, 21 years, uh, has partnered with another company. And I am so proud to represent this company. Uh, this company is uh, homegrown. It's organic. It's local. And it's made a huge um, ripple effect in the credit card industry. It's now international. And it is called Payrock. Uh, these guys have done a phenomenal job. I'm super excited to to work for these guys to represent all of their products and all their services. So it takes some of the best things that we have already been doing, and it partners with some of the great things that they're doing. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, local representation here for Payrock and our old company. Uh, and so, guys, please, if, if you are in business and you are looking for competitive local hand-holding customer service, for credit card services for your business or your bank or whatever you do, uh, the guys at Payrock uh, do a phenomenal job. I am one of a handful of representatives in the local area, so uh, we will put together a uh, sponsorship uh, commercial for them. So um, Payrock Studios, uh, we're still going to call it the Farmhouse Studios, but uh, Payrock has helped to uh, finance uh, the, the new – uh, studios that D'Lo Studio Designs has designed. So this is the first biggest change we've made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Huge. Uh, and it's it's going to serve the 316 community uh, extraordinarily well. Don't, don't you think that will? I, I hope so. I mean, the amount of effort and time put into this is really extraordinary. It's nice that the room is now kind of sectioned off. Uh, so we have curtains on one side, so they're able to see the curtains but we also have a wall of paper that we can use for headshots. We also have space for uh, recording and just doing voiceovers, which I know you want to get into. Yeah, I think this this room is incredible because the I mean they're they're soundproofing, and so hopefully we sound better. And the curtains that you know they move, they open, they you know they close, so so we can get different rooms in here. So yeah, we uh, we can get a couple of actors in here to start recording uh, true life crimes, the Bible. Uh, we can start doing our uh, audiobooks, ah. uh, voiceover. Uh, Productions, uh, headshots, and and video work. So we're very excited. A- again, huge thanks to uh, to Payrock World Access, my new credit card uh, processing office, uh, and uh, David at Delo Designs. Of course, we're still working with uh, sponsor with uh, the Maynard family and Precision Overhead Doors. We're going to get their commercials back out there. They've got another uh, half season to run with us. So mm-hmm. super excited about where we've been and and where we're going. So. Uh, Justin, you, you've you, you've said something before about have, having done a lot of work. It, it feels to me like we actually launched this thing first of January, twenty twenty one. Well, we we launched on the first of yeah. 21? We launched like February fourteen, right? And we we first published. We first published on the fourteenth. But we yeah. started working in this room, painting it. Uh, getting it set up, buying equipment and getting mm-hmm. stuff. And for, I think it was like January 12 was when we started. Well, well, what happened was I was down here with Danielle, the house manager, and we yeah. were moving boxes. And there's a really heavy box. And my arms are like the size of sticks, so yeah, I know when things, things are heavy. Yeah. So I asked her, I was like, what is this? And you go, it's podcast equipment. Yeah. And you had you said you had it for years or whatever. And I was like, let's give this a shot. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's plug this in and see what we can do. Yeah, because what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Well, I think, I think we found the worst that will happen, right, is, is, our, is our first year. No, actually, I, I think the first year went pretty well, right? I and mean, so, yeah. so we put things together. We, we repainted. We, we, we picked a room uh, that made the most sense of the farmhouse to be uh, a recording studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we plugged in the Knuton valves. Uh, Justin did 
did some web schooling, right? <laughs> Learned some things. Uh, and I think we started actually publishing on Valentine's Day 2021. So mm-hmm. uh, how has the first – Well, and then we stopped. Like the, the last thing we published was I think talking with Bridget yep. middle of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has the first six months gone? So do you want to know number-wise? I mean, if you got them handy, right? So on Facebook, which has been our primary source of attraction for our uh, podcast, we have 31,000 minutes viewed across our platforms. And then on our audio, which is our RSS feed, which basically means to the layman that we uh, put our audio onto a website and it puts it onto a bunch of different sites. Mm. So like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, stuff like that. And I think that has around 1,300 downloads. So 1,300 downloads isn't the equivalent to how many people have listened to it. That just means that our total podcast have been downloaded 1,300 times. Oh, yeah. So I'll put a picture up on this because something that our RSS feed does for us is it shows us a map of where we've been listened to and we've been downloaded. Uh-huh. So, of course, um, like the United States, of course, we're going to be big there. But we've been listened to in Belgium. We've been listened to in India. We've been listened to in What do these people Brussels. do? They got, they got nothing else to, better to do but to listen to us talking. I, I think they're using their time wisely. <laughs> I think they're using their time wisely. It's a good thing, right? Yeah. So um, comparatively, I think we're really killing it um, as opposed to other podcasts that takes that maybe get 10 or 20 views each time. We're I think our lowest episode is like, Views wise, it's probably like a hundred. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so in, in in terms of doing a lot of work, we actually we actually have done a lot of work. I mean, I I was kind of tired come this summer. Mm-hmm. I was kind of tired of thinking about it. I was tired of trying to find uh, guests and and uh, things to talk about. Um, it does take a couple months to kind of refuel and and get re inspired, and so yeah. we're we're ready to do that. We've we've done some things over the summer, so so we're looking forward to showing you some changes that we have made. First of all, the studio, uh, but also we've we've caught up with some people over the summer. We captured some of that, so mm-hmm. I think we have caught up with Juan Ortiz, Juan right? Ortiz. I think uh, Juan has been back in the studio once or twice. Uh, we've had so much fun with Juan that I think I think we have decided to partner with Juan to give him his own podcast. Uh, I will be around to co-host, but this will be uh, a podcast, a show that Juan is doing with 316 Podcast. And I think it's called something after his second book, which was Always Learning. So I think the podcast is called Always Learning with Juan Ortiz. And so we're in the middle of pre-producing some of that now. Mm-hmm. Excited to get uh, Juan into the studio on a, on a, re, on a regular basis to to uh, record some stuff. So thanks, Juan, for that. But also, I think we we spent some time catching up this summer with uh, Kelly and Greg, didn't we? Yeah, Kelly and Greg came in. <clears throat> but I think one of the biggest changes there was that uh, we were in the middle of redesigning, repurposing the studio. So we actually took that to the performing studio yeah. on the other side of the farmhouse, and mm-hmm. we recorded from there. So if you guys have, have never been to the performing studio at the farmhouse, uh, we'd love you guys to check out that. I think that's called Catching Up with uh, Greg and Kelly. Mm-hmm. Check that out in a couple of weeks, and you guys will see what the performing studio uh, looks like. Uh, any other changes that you know of that you that you wanted to talk about? No. Uh, the only changes I've seen, like, in you, because you seem very yeah. excited to do this. Yeah. Because uh, – because your, your job is very interesting. You have to kind of be yeah, a talk- I don't do anything. I just talk. Right? Well, 
you have to talk well. Yeah, you right. you have to be like Letterman. You have to understand the person. You have to understand their life story. And you have to direct a conversation in a way that is meaningful and it's colorful and it's interesting to listen to. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me let me explain uh, one one of the changes uh, that that has happened to me. So, um, most 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 people in the three sixteen community uh, has grown up with me or has watched me grow up. Or this this is a pretty big little community, and so a yeah. lot of people watching has known me for a while, and they, they know. Uh, where I've come from, uh, who I am a little bit, some, some of the some of the mistakes that I've made, and, and some of the some of the good things that we've done in life. And um, w- what happened is about four years ago, and, I, and then we've talked about this. Where about four years ago, I went to the hospital and um, got out of the hospital, kind of licking my wounds a little bit and figuring out how to live with this life-altering diagnosis that I have now. Uh, and about six months later, my mom dies in a car accident. And about five five months after that, my dad dies uh, on the on the grounds here of the farmhouse uh, cleaning the gutters, uh, and and that that leads me uh, obviously into a spiral. And so the next year was about uh, insurance and uh, finances and and uh, the estate and the building and all that. And then the next year was COVID. So so there has there's not been a lot of uh, normal mm. in the last four years uh, of my life, and. Um, one of the things that, that happened uh, is a friend of mine came uh, – a, a friend in the, in the 316 community came to the farmhouse to, um, to catch up. And he said, so Clayton, how are you doing? I said, you know, man, I just I – f- I feel stuck or I feel, um, I don't know, unmotivated. And, and he's a, a, a trained therapist, counselor, and he said, Clayton, I, I, wonder, I wonder if you're depressed. Well, I don't know if I'm depressed, right? I, I don't know what depression feels like. I, I, I know I know what it feels like to have a blood clot. I know what it feels like to have that blood clot broken up and to pump through your heart and end up in your lungs. I know what that feels like. Yeah. But I don't know what depressed feels like. Mm. So I said, well, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, um, I'm not sad. I, I'm not sleeping all day. I'm not, uh, I'm not angry. I'm not suicidal. I, I don't. Feel bluesy. You don't have the the regular signs. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not depressed. I just. I. Mm. You know. I just don't. I just don't feel like doing anything, <laughs> man. I just. I'm just unmotivated. And he said, "It sounds like depression." <laughs> so now I have to deal with that, right? I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, I know some people who are clinically depressed, and and maybe, maybe I'm situationally depressed. My mom and my mom and dad are dead, man. I mean, that's that's depressing. That's sad. Yeah. You know, my oldest son, you know, moves away twelve hundred miles away. That's that's sad. I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, COVID has made me sad. So I was talking with some friends about that, and uh, I, I said, I don't know. So this friend tells me I maybe I'm depressed. Maybe we should look at that. And so so a couple of friends, a couple of other guys in in the three sixteen community, they were over here uh, at the farmhouse catching up and. Uh, and I said, I don't know. This guy thinks maybe I'm depressed. And so we started talking about it. And, and one of the guys, uh, one of the guys says to me, um, something about loving yourself or loving neighbors. And I, and I said, you know what, man? I can't. I can't love other people because I don't love myself. Mm. Right. And, and that isn't that the, like the command? Yeah. I love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. Mm-hmm. And love your neighbor as yourself. 
So that stopped me, and I'm like, I can't. I, I can't love other people because I don't love myself. Mm. And he said, well, maybe you are depressed. I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I am. I just, I know I don't feel worthy, good enough, whatever, right? And so he says to me, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel. The truth is you are worthy. You are good enough. You're, you're actually extraordinary. And I said, look, look, it does matter how you feel because if I don't feel like that, then I'm not going to be that. And he, and he said, look, one of the most beautiful women in the world, if they don't feel beautiful, does that mean that they're not beautiful? I don't know. I do know that I wrestled with this a little bit about five or six years ago before I was even in the hospital. And, and, I, and, I, and I read a little thing on depression. And one of the things that came out was oftentimes it, is, it comes from a root of shame. And I, and I identify with that. At least it was articulated to me that I have a root of shame. Now, I get that. I know where it comes from. It, it, and it's not that I have done shameful things because, of course, I have. Mm. But it, I'm not ashamed of things that I've done though I've done some extraordinary shameful things, it, it actually is just a shit. It's a, it's a root of shame comes from where, where I've come from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your, your parents, your, your, uh, your grandparents, you know, whatever. You're just, you, if you don't love where you came from, you don't love who you are. And so I've had this uh, root of shame. And um, challenging childhood, I suppose, challenging uh, legacy, uh, and so have overcome that, but, but the root of shame remains. And so it, it's, uh, talking with this guy about this root of shame, he says to me, well, do you want, you want to deal with that? And I said, well, of course I do. Now, now he starts poking around and it's starting to tick me off, right? <laughs> so I said, well, of course I want to, you, you know, stop being a jerk, man. Mm-hmm. And so he says, well, do you want to deal with it now with me or do you want to do it, deal with it on your own? I said, well, oh, God. All right, here we go. Uh, I guess I'll deal with it now with you. And so I kid you not, man, we start, we start praying about this, this root of shame. That I, and, and I know I've had this for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, what, it's what makes me, this root of shame is what makes me kind of ambivalent, right? You know, whatever. Uh, behavioral issues, right? You smoke a lot. You drink a lot. You're uh, a high-risk behavior because you don't care. You don't care about yourself. You don't care if you live or you die. Uh I'll tell you what, man, we, we started praying and some, something happened, uh, something, something changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holy Spirit showed up in a, in, a, in a bizarre and a remarkable way. And all I can tell you is at the end of that time of prayer with this good friend of mine, this brother of mine, I no longer have a root of shame. Mm. And so you know, I don't want to get into details. Uh, I, I don't. I don't mind doing that. I just don't want to do that on, on a public platform. Yeah. But I mean, if anybody has questions, if anyone wants more detail or has questions about that generational sin or strongholds, a uh, root strongholds, or m- maybe even spirits, uh, you're more than welcome to talk to me. Uh, call me. Stop in. Come in. You know, whatever. You know, whatever. Uh, I'd be more than happy to talk about it. I don't have a lot of secrets. I just don't want to put it out there on, on public platform. But you've said one of the things that you've noticed uh, changed in me might be literally a change in me. As I turned 48 for the mm-hmm. first time in my life, I feel good about who I am. And I know that, that, that sounds weird to a lot of people. But for the first time in my life, I feel good about me. Like maybe, maybe even 
I love me. Wow. And 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 maybe in return, I can love others how I'm supposed to, right? Mm. So that's the biggest change in me <laughs> as I turn 48. I, I, I will tell you that I do think that this podcast has been an open door for you to love others. Because when, when we were catching up with Greg and Kelly and then we were done talking – uh, Kelly was talking about. She's like, I don't know if people, if if you if this is good, you can put it out. If it's not, you don't have to. And and I and I showed her the map of all the people that watched and uh, told her how many people downloaded her specific episode. And I said, these many people have been able to see your story, connect with your story, and maybe even be able to live through your story. And I feel like that's something that you give a lot of people that you're able to give them that opportunity to heal to grow and I feel like that's a great way that you've been able to show that you love others yeah it's a, it's a platform to allow people to articulate their story their 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 failures the successes the the wounds um, you know things that they've overcome mm-hmm. so we're not done we're gonna we're going to do another season we're just gonna go one season at a time right because it yeah. it takes money you need to get paid right and I mean so I'd like to sponsorships pay for Justin's time his uh, his education his experience so uh, we're always looking for more sponsors mm-hmm. um, we do have we do have three three sponsors coming up again uh, we have uh, precision uh, payrock is paid uh, to repurpose the studio. Uh, D'Lo Studio Designs has uh, redesigned us. Uh, Faith Theater Company is going to partner with us in the production of uh, True Life Crimes of the Bible. I, I'm pretty much getting rid of all of my podcasts except <laughs> except I'm going to do uh, Talking With. Yeah. And we're going to start True Life Crimes of the Bible. Well, I don't think you should count anything out. <laughs> no, we're not going to count anything out yet. But, count anything out yet. Uh, and then another thing I want to do is I'm going to start doing uh, deep dives with local businesses. So maybe we'll do mm-hmm. those remote. Uh, we'll, we'll take our setup and we'll go to the to local businesses and spend a half hour trying to, trying to help figure out, you know, who actually runs the business and what they do. So it's, it's a deep dive, mm-hmm. uh, maybe more legacy pieces, but regardless guys, uh, we are back at this. It's September 5, 2021, my 48th birthday. Happy Labor Day. Uh, we're excited to start back up and to have you guys on the ride with us. Uh, again, if you have any problems or questions or things that you want to talk to us about, if you want to be a guest on Talking With, you can always get us at 316podcasts at, gmail. at gmail.com. So that's three, the number three. Number three. The word 16 podcasts, plural, mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Dot com. Bingo. You always call directly into my office. That office number is area code 219-322-1245. The number again is 219-322-1245. Uh, we record locally here at uh, the farmhouse, and uh, we're super excited to get rolling again. So uh, thanks for joining us in the beginning of Season 2 of 316 Podcast. I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Big thanks to uh, the the guy who makes everything happen is Justin, our technical producer, 316 Podcast from 316 Creative Works. I'm Clayton. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks.